Hi there. Hello. Welcome to my latest podcast episode. Today I'm going to be helping you kickstart yourself back into healthy habits. So this podcast episode is for you if you have fallen way off track or you've just come out of a really bad period in your life and you are ready to get fit and healthy but you don't know where to start and you're not quite ready to go all out straight into everything and you need a little bit of guidance, a little bit of coaxing in the right direction in a nice gentle way. And this is for you if you were working out and you were getting on great but then life got in the way and you got stuck and you're not quite sure what to do and you know those times where you know what to do but you don't have the motivation to get to where you want to go because you're thinking that the obstacles in front of you are too big and it seems too tough and I hear this a lot from some of my clients over the years maybe they got fit for an event or they they went through a really good period of time or intense period of time should I say where they were exercising all the time and eating really well and they were doing all these action steps but then something happened you know it always does life gets in the way somebody might have passed away or you went through a really tough time or more simply than that you just lost your mojo somewhere along the way and the thoughts of going back to where you were and what you were doing that that intensity it it completely puts you off so I wanted to talk to you today about the 10 steps that are going to help kickstart you back into a healthy routine, even if you feel like you have no little time. And I've made a really nice free guide for you that puts all of this into one simple printable sheet. And you can just get it totally free, jessicacook.ie forward slash kickstart. And it's just a little one page guide and it's going to help you You can put it up on your wall and it's going to help you see step by step, because some of you are much more visual, exactly what you need to do to go from where you are now. And the problem is so many of us, like we we just don't have the time. We can't find the time, but you know, we do all have the same hours in the day. So sometimes it's about just getting a really good plan in place and making sure that you know exactly what you need to do, finding those quick wins early, finding the quick wins early, doing really simple action steps that make you feel good, make you feel like you're winning so that then you can go on and conquer more and do more. And just to say to you now, I used to be the complete opposite and I used to follow people and do courses that really stressed me out. You know those kind of courses that you do when the person or the coach like completely overwhelms you, throws everything at you and you, you, you feel just bad about yourself. That used to be me. I used to do courses and just constantly walk around feeling too bad. I don't like to be overwhelmed. I've noticed in as I get older that I love people and things and courses and programs that break things down slowly, step by step. Okay, tell me what to do next. Now tell me what to do next. 
and it can be very, very difficult to get to a good place with your fitness and your health if you try to go from A to Z too fast. If you are struggling with your fitness, you're struggling with your to feel good in your clothes and somebody tells you, well, okay, all you have to do is lift weights three times a week and eat this and do this. It's just too much. So I'm going to break it all down into this short episode. And that's how I want to meet you from now on. Short episode on a Tuesday, slightly longer episode on a Thursday. Thursday will be my guest day if I have a guest to bring on. And I'm so excited. It's so lovely. And thank you for subscribing to my podcast and listening to my podcast. By podcast. It's become such an exciting project for you, for me. I was telling um, uh, my clients, some of you listening now, just last week, that I'm, I'm really focused in this chapter of my life of subtracting the things that are creating too much noise and taking up too much of my time and focusing on getting really, really good and providing as much value as I can in one or two or three key areas. And the podcast for me is where I've decided to come and meet you and chat to you twice a week. And that's going to be the format. We're going to do a little shorty, a little short episode on a Tuesday and a slightly longer one on a Thursday. And Thursday will be my guest day. So back to business. Don't forget you can go to jessicacook.ie forward slash kickstart to get your complete guide that you can print up and put up on your wall um, to use it as a guide. So Um, I have written here really simply 10 steps for you to follow if you right now are listening to this and you are struggling, you're going around in circles, you don't know what to do, it seems like way too much of an effort to get fit and feel good in your clothes. I'm talking to you if you're a woman over 40 who may be going through the menopause, who is struggling, your clothes are getting tight, your confidence is dropping, your self-esteem is dropping and you're unsure what to do. I have um, so much experience of low confidence and not feeling uh, good in my clothes and being overweight and being unhealthy. It's, It's a horrible feeling. And it's not as simple as just being able to just like that fix it. Um, it, it. It really depends on where you're at, if you're ready, and on keeping the plan as simple as possible. So Number one, this is exactly what I want you to do. And this is in step format. So number one is to plan for the week ahead on a Friday. So what you're going to do this Friday is you're going to get out your journal. I absolutely love my journal. I got it from Mishnock and it's engraved at the back. Jay Cook, I just love it so much. I got it from my husband, Joe, for Christmas. Um, So every single Friday, on a Friday, you're going to plan for your week ahead. Now, there's a couple of reasons for this. Um, The first one is because we tend to be in the best form on a Friday. Um, We tend to be able to see much more things clearly on a Friday. The week has just passed, so we know what our week has been like. Um, And I think it's really good to do it before the weekend sets. It's really good to have a plan for a Monday on a Friday um, so that you can put it out of your head for the weekend and also you don't want to arrive into Monday with no plan running around Mondays are, are are tough enough Mondays are busy they can be stressful if you're not stressed other people around you can be stressful 
it's just not a great day to be creating a plan for yourself. Fridays are really good. We tend to be mostly in good form, calm, much more in control, and the week has just passed. So you're going to get out your journal on a Friday and you are going to write out three action items that you are going to stick to for the week ahead. So for example, you might say, okay, Jessica, next week I am going to go for a walk three times. I am going to drink two liters of water every day and I'm going to follow a really good bedtime routine. So I'm going to walk three times a week. I'm going to drink two liters of water every day and I'm going to follow a good bedtime routine. Now, notice that there's no mention of food whatsoever. You're walking, you're getting your movement, you're drinking water, and you're starting to focus on creating a good bedtime routine. Now, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, Jessica, that sounds way too easy, remember that the psychology behind this is that we set the foundations We get those lovely concrete blocks in the house and we set up really good, solid foundations so that when you come around to it, when you want to add more, you're like a horse that's bolting. You're ready to go. You've got a good bedtime routine. You've built the habit of moving three times per week and you're drinking two liters of water. So let's start with those really good, solid foundations. If you are the type of person that is like, Jessica, give me more, give me more, that's way too easy, remember about the solid foundations of the house. Let's get these habits built really well. Another little quick tip, always get some form of movement on a Monday, always. It sets the tone for the week. You're telling yourself that you are moving forward from Monday being healthy. Even if your whole day goes to shit and you have to literally do six laps of your back garden or walk to the end of your estate and back, you move on a Monday and you do a big yes tick, I moved this Monday. So just to recap, on a Friday for the week ahead, you plan for your week ahead. You plan when you're going to move, the days and times Monday, Wednesday, Friday, for example, at lunchtime, you don't put any pressure on the length of your movement. So you'll say, okay, I'm going to get between 10 and 30 minutes of exercise. I will drink two liters of water every day and I will um, uh, get a good bedtime routine, which I'm going to come back to. And remember, this is all written out for you in one cheat sheet the Jessica Cook, jessicacook.ie forward slash kickstart. Go there now and get your guide. It'll be, it'll go straight into your inbox. The second one is to write in your journal one to three simple action steps for the week ahead. I did that, sorry. The first one is to plan for the week ahead on a Friday and to make sure that you've planned your movement. The second one is to plan for three action items for the week ahead. We've covered that. The third one is to create a good morning routine. Now, the way to create a good morning routine isn't to start getting up an hour earlier and meditating and journaling and doing all these crazy things that are going to lead you to think, no thanks, this is way too much. I want to tell you exactly what I did. So first off, what I did many times and failed is I set up a one hour morning routine that where I would 
work out, meditate, journal, drink coffee, sit in silence. <laughs> and I did, I tried to do that um, while I was, where I had no morning routine. I, I would get up, I would snooze, I would be cranky, tired, irritable. Really, I was in such bad form. I've spoken about this on previous podcast episodes. I would be just so stressed out, so fearful of the day ahead, and it would take me all day long to feel okay. So I was feeling like this, and I said, I know I'm going to change this. I've been hearing all about creating a good morning routine. This is going to fix me, so I'm going to get up at 6 a.m., and I'm going to sit in silence. And I had it all planned out, and I had my alarm clock there, and it was a complete disaster. I mean, I felt good for like two days because I was achieving it, but it didn't suit me. I didn't enjoy it. Um, It made me feel like I was failing. So what I did do is now... Starting off, I started, I said, Jessica, just get up 15 minutes earlier than you have to. Just 15 minutes. Because anything else longer is too stressful. And you start to think about the fact that how long your day is going to be. And so 15 minutes, you set your alarm clock earlier than you need to. You get up out of your bed. You walk down the stairs. You get a cup of coffee. I just love coffee. If you're having something else, have something else, but get a cup of coffee. Um, Get your pen, get your journal and go into a quiet room. Now, this is what works for me because I was so cranky in the morning times. I would just sit there on the chair and let the coffee slowly wake me up. And I would just sit there and allow those really tired, cranky feelings just kind of come off me. And I would just listen to the noises and slowly coax myself out of that mood, slowly get out of that bad mood to the point where I was thinking, this coffee tastes good. Then I would get out my cup of coffee, my pen and my journal. And all I would do is ask myself, what do I need to focus on today to make today good? So I would have three action steps to do for my health. And remember, we discussed that in point number two, having three action items for the week ahead. So you have your three action items for the week ahead, which is I will move three times a week. I will drink two liters of water and I will have a good bedtime routine. Now in your journal, every morning, Monday to Friday, you're going to get up 15 minutes earlier, have a cup of coffee, sit in silence for five minutes, and then write out what your action items to do with your health are for that day. So if it's a movement day for you, you'll write down, I am going to walk, move today. I'm going to drink two liters of water and I'm going to have a good bedtime routine. And if it's not a movement day for you, um, but maybe you're, you're moving every day, you might write down, I will drink two liters of water. I will have a good bedtime routine and I will make sure to have breakfast, lunch and dinner today or I will make sure um, I will um, turn my phone off on airplane mode in the evening time or, 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 or you'll have one little action step, one little small thing towards your health and that's it, that, that would be your morning routine until you felt a little bit more settled in yourself, until you felt a little bit more calm and in control. I know what it's like when it's really busy and anxiety starts to take over and you start to feel really stressed out. Um, You don't even have to be busy to feel overwhelmed and stressed out. You can, you can, I think the best word that keeps coming to me recently is unsettled, unsettled in yourself. When I feel unsettled in myself, 
I don't wanna do anything. Everything seems really scary and really tough. And it mightn't be that you're scared, but it might mean that you aren't hitting those action steps that make you feel good. So remember, you can go to jessicacook.ie forward slash kickstart to just get this guide if you, if you don't want to be writing it down. So your next action step, number four, is to commit to drinking two liters of water. There's a lot of reasons for that. Hydration's really important. We're made up of 70% water. When you're dehydrated, you can feel a low mood, a lethargy, you can feel sluggishness. When you drink water, you're ticking something off and it's, it's bringing you an easy, quick win. You feel hydrated, you feel better in yourself, and you're also achieving an action step that is going to help you move towards achieving more action steps. So a really good action step to follow. I always have a one litre bottle of water beside me. I drink one before 12 o'clock, one after 12 o'clock. I don't care if I have to knock it back. I don't need to be sipping it throughout the day. I just want to get it done. It's a part of my life now. It's a part of my clients' life now. You just have to go and get it done. The fifth one, and we touched on this, is to create a good bedtime routine. Now, what doesn't work for me is to go to bed, meditate, sit in silence for five minutes. But what does work for me is a couple of key guidelines that I can easily follow into my nighttime. Number one, go to bed at a decent time. For me, that means about half 10, quarter to 11. Number two, brush your teeth. And when you get into bed, you put your phone on airplane mode. When your phone is on airplane mode, that is a signal to you to open up your book. I don't recommend reading a personal development book or a, like any of those growth books. A fiction book like Marion Keys or Jane Casey or something really light that doesn't require you to concentrate. Your, your, your guideline is you read five pages of a book every night. When you read more, that's amazing, but you never read less. Your guideline, no matter how tired you are, no matter how much you don't want to do it, is you read five pages of a good book. You're helping your brain switch off, you're helping your brain unwind, and you're saying to yourself every night, this is my bedtime routine. I don't get up out of bed after I've brushed my teeth. I don't put my phone back off airplane mode when it's on airplane mode. You're being disciplined and strict with yourself, and that is going to help you feel more calm and more restful going into bed. My fifth step is to do 20 to 30 minutes of physical activity, starting off three days per week. Moving every day is absolutely brilliant, but when you are feeling, when you are coming at movement from a place of busyness or anxiety or stress or just that consuming I don't have any time feeling shoot for three times per week and everything else is a bonus you can say to yourself that you'll do 20 to 30 minutes but there has been many times I have gone on a walk where 10 minutes has to do if you feel really busy right now Maybe you have kids or maybe your work is really busy or maybe both or maybe you're taking care of somebody and you feel really overwhelmed. Don't put a timeline on how much movement you're doing when you move, but do say that you're going to move three times a week. Like I said, absolutely terrific if you want to move for more. 
But if you're coming at this from a place of overwhelm, three times is absolutely brilliant. Have it in your calendar, mark the days. And if you miss a day, don't beat yourself up. Just say to yourself, I'll get that done at the weekend. Tip number seven is to read 10 minutes of a good book every day. This is different to your five pages at night, um, or you can combine the both. You can say that you're always going to read a minimum of 10 minutes in bed every night, or you can always have a bit of a book um, in your in your, uh, in your your handbag. Actually, excuse me, no. This um, tip is for motivation. motivation. So forget the bedtime routine. Stick to the fiction book at, at, the, at the routine. This is what happens when I don't put my glasses on and I'm reading my notes. <laughs> uh, 10, to 10 minutes of a motivational book, something that is going to keep you motivated and excited for being healthy, for being fit, or you can listen to a podcast for 10 minutes. I say 10 minutes because it's always good to shoot for less and then do more if you can. Um, I always find when I don't listen to somebody positive every day or somebody that motivates me, I get distracted noise starts to come in and I start to lose a little bit of focus. So listening to somebody that you find motivating or a book that you enjoy that you find motivating really helps keep your skin in the game. Think of it like your coach in your ear for 10 minutes every day, telling you you can do this, taking you out of negativity if negative thoughts have crept in um, and uh, and really being by your side. Like I, I'm really getting into audio at the minute. It really seems to be suiting. Um, you know, I'm such a book lover for, for fiction, but there's something about somebody talking into your ear and being motivating and positive, which is, it, it just cancels out a lot of negativity and a lot of noise, which I think is absolutely great. Um, my next step, um, remember you can get this, jessicacook.ie forward slash kickstars, um, is to meditate for five to 10 minutes every day. And all I mean by that is to sit down on a chair with your eyes closed for five minutes. And that's what... Um, that's that might be all you can manage which is absolutely fine that is so much better than not doing it if you're busy if you're feeling overwhelmed if you're going through a tough time settling yourself on a chair with your eyes closed and just breathing is so good for you it puts you back a little bit in tune with yourself what I find when you start to overstretch that action step and say I'm going to learn how to meditate. I'm going to meditate for 10 minutes every day. It starts to become a little bit stressful. It starts to become a little bit of a chore, another thing to do on your list. But if you say to yourself, and this is how I seem to be achieving my goals recently by talking to myself really kindly. Okay, Jessica, sit down on that chair for five minutes. Set the timer on your phone if you want to. I find the timer on my phone so important because it stops me from trying to have a peek at when the five minutes are gone. Um, and I just sit there and I notice that emotions are bubbling up. My thoughts are crazy. They're all over the place. And after about five minutes, they seem to settle a bit. I don't do it every day. I, have, I, I, I aim to do it every day. I do it a few times a week and I love it. Um, my ninth tip, there's only 10, is to do something every day that you enjoy. That, that might be going for a cup of coffee, writing in your journal, calling a friend, calling a loved one, laughing for five minutes, 
being a little bit silly for five minutes, having fun, having a bath. But there has to be something in your day where when you're sitting down having dinner, you can look back on and say, okay, that was fun. And again, you're not overshooting it. You're not saying, I'm going to meet a friend for coffee for an hour and go for a walk. Just start small. I'll I'll call somebody for five minutes. I'll find something funny on my phone for five minutes. Somebody recommended to me to to put a a, a comedian on, on my phone, you know, like the playlist that's easily accessible if I wanted to laugh for five minutes. Laughing is so underrated and we forget to laugh. We get so busy and we get so serious and we get so tired and stressed out that we forget to laugh. And then we laugh and we go, God, why don't I do more of that? Um, Laughter is a wonderful way of uh, getting back into connecting with yourself. Um, My last tip is to do, this is what I do, okay? So I have a big massive board at home and I have post-it notes and I've written So first off, write out all your action steps that you are going to follow in a week. So write out all those action steps from everything that I've spoken to you about. Um, Moving three times per week, always moving on a Monday, drinking two liters of water every day, having a good bedtime routine, creating a good morning routine, reading or listening to 10 minutes of somebody you find motivating every day, doing one thing, that's self-care every day. Let's just take those action steps. So I want you to write those action steps on post-it notes and stick those post-it notes on your board. And then you put that board really visible um, somewhere that you see often. The problem that has happened to me many times in the past is I have done these exercises, put it on a Google Docs, closed my laptop, never to be looked at again. And now I would remember what those action steps were, but they weren't, I was going to say the word taunting me, (laughs) but you don't want your action steps to taunt you, but you want them, you want them to like, just be there going, "Mm mm-hmm, I see you. These are your action steps. These are all the stuff that make you feel good. Are you doing them? You want, you want that. You want to be hearing that when you step into a room and you see a big board with all your really lovely action steps, your non-stressy, simple, easy to follow action steps. You want a board that when you look at it, it makes you feel like you can achieve it. So go and create that board and put it somewhere really, really visible and one step even better than that have a little blank Monday to Sunday calendar underneath those action steps and tick off the days as you go yes today I drank water I moved I had a good bedtime routine and I promise you if you break things down into simple little bite-sized chunks You will feel so much better about yourself. You'll feel much more organized, much more calm, much more in control. And getting to good health will feel really achievable. And you'll feel really good that you're not doing anything silly or crazy like dieting or restriction or all that stuff that we tend to focus on, me included in the past. When when you say to somebody, I want to be fit and healthy, they presume you mean diet. 
And that's not what we're about here. You don't need to weigh yourself or count calories or be super focused on the food or diet or restrict to be healthy. I really believe, and I am testament to this, as are so many of my other clients, my clients, that when you focus on your physical health and your mental health, the food will come. The healthy, nourishing food will come. But what happens is so many people, and I blame the weight loss industry for this, is that they decide they want to get fit and healthy. Instantly they think about what can I can't I have to eat. But if you just leave that side alone for a while and follow on the follow these really simple action steps, what's happening is you're giving yourself mental space and time to focus on the stuff that's going to allow you to feel good and calm and in control. And when you feel good and calm and in control, you are much more likely to make better choices around your nutrition, around your health, around your day-to-day choices. But it is really, really difficult to make healthy choices throughout the day when you are frazzled, stressed out, when you're not getting in any exercise, when your bedtime routine is crap, when you've no morning routine. It is so tough. It is like trying to put a round peg in a square hole. It doesn't work. And that's what happens to so many women, so many people, is they say, I know I'm going to try and get healthy and they don't fix anything to do with their routine. And they try to diet and restrict and then they feel bad. So they fall off the wagon, they fall off track and then they feel worse. And then that they feel that they've no motivation and, and being healthy doesn't work for them. And that is just not true at all. If you're listening to this and you feel like this right now, I want you to know that it's just that you mightn't have done it the way you needed to do it for yourself. So head on over to jessicacook.ie forward slash kickstart and get your free guide, hang it up on your board. All the points are listed out here and have your post-it notes, take your calendar off and I promise you, you're going to start to feel really good really soon. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I have a little favor to ask you before you go. If you're enjoying my podcasts, I know you're so busy. I would love for you to subscribe to them or leave a review on Spotify or Amazon or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It just helps more people hear my podcast. Thank you so much and all my love.